Praise God forevermore. Which book? First Kings. First Kings 17. First Kings chapter 17. Now, this is a time where there was famine in Israel. And God sent Elijah. This is after Elijah told Ahab it was not going to rain except at his word. So, Elijah is my friend. You better get to know him. We're going to read the First Kings chapter 17. And we're going to read it from verse uh, 8 all, all the way down to verse uh, 16. Uh, we're still on the floodgates are open. All right, we're still on the floodgates are open. So today is the floodgates are open. Hallelujah. So First Kings 17, we're going there from verse 8 all the way to verse 16. All right, so this is when the, the brook where Elijah was feeding, uh, where God was uh, sending heaven uh, uh, to feed him and dried up. Verse 8, and, and the word of Lord came to him, that's to Elijah, in saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to, pro to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her, bring me a little water in a, in a vessel that I may drink. As she was going, verse 11, as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Verse 12, and she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have not a, a loaf of bread, a, a loaf bag, but only a handful of meal in the jar and a little oil in the bottle. See, I'm gathering two sticks that it may that I may go in and beg it for, for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, fear not, or be of good courage. Go and do as you have said, but make me a little kick of it first and bring it to me. And afterward, prepare some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the job of meal, Shall not waste away the bottle of oil fell until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. He did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of meal was not spent, nor did the bottle of oil fill, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke through Elijah. Hallelujah. Now, please notice, God, eh, 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 God told Elijah, go, I've commanded a widow to feed you. The widow, the, 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 the widow of Zarephath to feed you. But when he got that woman, you know, because of the lack staring her in the face, <clears throat> didn't act as if she had God. He said, I commanded her. But when she, he got there, what did, what did she do? Of course, you know, God knows how to deal with us. How to relate with us where we are? He said, "Go and get me some water." But if I said, "Get me some food," she, you know, that's going to be a roadblock for her, a stumbling block for her. He said, "Get me some water." He said, "Okay, if it is water, I can give you." 
But that was just to help set her up to, to be able to obey God. Hallelujah. Now verse 13. And he said to her, Elijah said to her, fear not go and do as you have said, but make a little cake of it first and bring it to me afterward, prepare some for yourself and your son. He said, make a little cake for me first. First meaning, you know, first in line, first in order, in the beginning. He said, give to me first. Now, who was Elijah? He was representing, he was a prophet of God. God sent him there. God said, can you trust me with the very first of what you have? Now, please remember, there was famine in the land. Remember, all she had was to take her and her son. I don't know how many meals they were going to eat, and then that would be it. Okay? So she stretched to the last, to the limit. She, stretched, she was stretched to the limit. But I said, give me what Becky will first do what give me. Give to me first. Trust me first. Trust God first. Trust God first. Give it to me first. There's something about this first that I'm going to be using throughout this, 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 uh, throughout today. He said, trust me with this first. God must always do what come first. He can't come second. Amen. He can't come third. He can't come last. He said, you know, that's really when you know whether you trust God or not. You know, it, 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 maybe you get some money coming in all of a sudden, you know, and enemy begin to give you suggestions. But God says, can you trust me first? You know, she said, listen, that we have the very, you know, what we have is going to last us one, maybe a meal or so, and then, you know, she and her son would then eat and die. But it was for that reason God sent Elijah there. I say it was for that reason God sent Elijah there. You see, when you have a need, God has a need. When you and I have a need, God has a need. And he has arranged such that our needs are met on this earth. Remember, he owns the whole earth. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He arranged such that our needs should be met on this earth. He said, can you trust me with that first? First meaning first order, the beginning, first you know, first in line. So put God first. Trust him first with what you have. Now, Elijah, Elijah said, listen, until the rain returns, you will not lack. Now, well, is that floodgates? Well, you think about this. People are dying of, of famine. And here's one, one person having, having enough for herself, her son, and Elijah, try the whole famine. It seems to me that they had more, she had more enough for her family and they was able to bless somebody else. In this case, Elijah. Elijah. He said, trust me first with what you have. And see whether the rain returns. 
I will not take care of you. Now, I remember when I was in, in Britain and uh, a few of these testimonies before, as a, as a foreign student with no, you know, no money, and I was praying, the Lord said, you know, call up Susan, so ask him to bless you and tell him until he returns. Now, he was out of work. Until he returns to work, he will not lack. So I called him, very close, close friend. <laughs> he said, my friend, the Lord not spoken to me. I said, listen now, I never asked anybody for money. And you know, I was minding my business praying when the Lord said to call you. He said, you do this and he's going to take care of you. Now, I don't need your money. I told him straight up. But I just came to deliver the news to you as I was told. So it's up to you. Two weeks, you know, he called me later on, he called me. I don't know why it was a week or so after. He said, you know what, you're right. He said, two weeks earlier, the Lord told him that he should, he, should, he should bless me. And he forgot about it. Now, the Lord said, you tell him what you do. And you give him this, this passage and tell him that until he goes back to work. Now, he was out of work for a year. He would take care of him. Now, what happened? They never asked him for mortgage. How, how, how can you square that out? A whole year, you're not paying mortgage, nobody asked you? The mortgage company never said, hey, you're owing us. Miracles still happen. Amen. Amen. <laughs> As a miracle still happen. When he got back to work, he started paying his mortgage. They never said, boy, you know, we're going to foreclose your house or anything like that. And of course, God took care of his family. So I start with this passage because I don't want us to lose sight of the fact that you know, when we talk about floodgates of blessings, of course, you know, it all depends on our need that God is going to take care of us and, 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 with some, and, and some left to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. Now, don't forget this word first because it's very important. If you put God first, God puts you first. Amen. Now, Let's go there to Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8. Uh, Lord, I need some promotion. If I, if I give God something to multiply back to you. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I need some promotion. Yeah, I just I'm just telling you right now. Malachi three eight. Will a man rob or defraud God? Yet you rob and defraud me. But you say, in what way do we rob or defraud you? You withhold your tithes and offerings. 
He said, withholding tithes and offering prevents us from enjoying blessings. Now, <clears throat> now it is very important for us to understand that God says in verse 10 of the same chapter, Malachi 3, verse 10, bring all the tithes, the whole tenth of your income, into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and prove me now by it, says a lot of us. Prove me now, but if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it or a blessing beyond measure. He said, prove me now by it. How, if you read that verse, somebody will say, um, test me now. Now, how do you prove God? How do you, you know, because he says, you prove me now by it. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. That, you know, it seems to me, the windows of heaven again, the floodgates. Don't forget that. Windows, again, floodgates. Floodgates of heaven. And pour you out a blessing beyond measure. We're talking about floodgates of, of, of blessings. He says, you would hold the tithe, you would hold offering, you would hold your blessing. And then he tells us to approve him. How do you prove God? You prove God by your obedience. You prove God by your obedience. You see, God is saying, it wants, if you obey me, then you hold me to, you hold me to the fact that I have to bless you beyond measure. If you obey me by giving me of your tithes and your offering, as a matter of fact, the word offering there, and sometimes you see it in Hebrew, heap offering, heap offering, they used to raise the offering up and then lower it down. You raise it up to the Lord and then receive it back. Amen? Amen. So you raise your offering to the Lord, what are you going to do? You're going to receive the blessing back. In Malachi 3.8. That word offering there is actually heap offering. They used to raise the offering up to the Lord and then they receive it back. So we raise the offering to the Lord, we receive back the blessings. Amen. God says, can you by your obedience, by your obedience, put me to, 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 to make my word good in your life? That's the word proof. He said, by your obedience. Can you, by your obedience, put me in a situation where I have to make my word good in your life? Because he wants to make it good. Amen? Amen. He wants to make it good. But then we have to, we have to make that, you know, obey him, trusting him. He does not want your money. He just want to, or whatever you have, he just wants to multiply it back to you. Amen? Amen. Uh, you can't say, well, you know, he's, no, I'm not going to take your, I'm not coming to take your money because I don't take offer. <laughs> so you can't accuse me. <laughs> I just want you blessed. Amen. Second Chronicles 31. Second Chronicles. Excuse me. Yeah. That verse, Malachi, verse 10, not, not 8. 
No, we read eight first before we read ten. He said okay. eight. So eight to ten. Eight and ten. If you want to read eight to ten, that's fine. But eight and ten. Eight say you you okay. you, you defraud me by withholding your tithes and offerings. Okay. And then and then ten says, prove me. And so the, the offerings in chapter eight, if you read Young's, he says, heap offering, heap offering, you lift it up to the Lord, and then and then, and then you receive it back. You know what it okay. means to the Lord, you know what it means I receive. So that's uh <clears throat> second chronicles chapter 31. Hallelujah. We're talking about this word first. Putting God first, and um, really knowing that God means business for this floodgates blessing. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to get it across to us so that we can really run with this word. Because if you begin to thank God for your floodgate blessings, it will begin to manifest in your life. And so here was Hezekiah, he took over from his father that just discredited the whole place. He went in the side that he was going to return to the worship of the Lord because he chose to serve God. And, um, and so in 31, he asked the, uh, the priests to consecrate themselves because they want to return to the worship of the Lord. And I wanted to see here, because it's very instructive, you know, he had appointed the, the priest and all that. And um, verse 3, from verse 3 of, of 7 Chronicles 31, I want to read it from verse 3 all the way to uh, uh, verse 10. King Hezekiah's personal contribution, so you now he's contributing to the worship of, of the Lord. King Hezekiah's personal contribution was for the burnt offerings those of morning and evening, for the Sabbath and for the new moons and for the appointed feast as written in the law of the Lord. He commanded the people living in Jerusalem to give the portion due the priests and Levites, that they might be free to give themselves to the law of the Lord. See, because they weren't doing that, Levites decided to go and do farming, to take care of themselves and their family. As soon as, so that says that we can afford not to support you know, uh, churches and ministries so that those who are called to stand in, the, in, the, in, the, in those offices can actually devote themselves to the ministry of the word and not get distracted. As soon as the command went abroad, the Israelites gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, vintage fruit, oil, honey, and of all the fruits of the field, and they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. All right. Now, please look at verse 5 again. As soon as the command went abroad, the king led by example. As soon as the command went abroad, the Israelites gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, vintage fruit, oil, honey, and of all the fruits of the field, and brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. First fruits is not tithe. Tithe is not first fruits. First fruits is the first of the fruits that you receive, or the first of your of what is, maybe you got an increase. The, the very the choicest part or the best 
is first fruits, which you, you decide to give to the Lord. It's up to you. There is no, no place that God says, you know, take your whole salary. No, it doesn't say so. Amen. All right. Now, verse 6. The people of Israel and Judah who lived in Judah cities also brought a tithe of cattle and sheep and of the dedicated things which were consecrated to the Lord their God, and they led them in heaps. In the third month, at the end of the wheat harvest, they began to lay the foundation of beginning of the heaps and finished them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people. All right, verse 9. Then Hezekiah questioned the priests and Levites about the heaps. Verse 10, very instructive. Azariah, the high priest of the house of Zadok, answered him, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the, house, into the Lord's house, we have eaten and have plenty left. For the Lord has blessed his people, and what is left is this great store. He says, since the people began to bring offerings into the house of the Lord, we have eaten and have plenty left, for the Lord has blessed his people, and what is left is this great store. So what were they giving to the Lord? They gave of the what? Of the uh, first fruits and tithes to the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it says, prove me by your obedience. You know, try me out by your obedience. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out or if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour you out a blessing beyond measure. Now, he said, since the people started to obey God, to return to the Lord and worship God with their tithes, with their first fruits and offerings and, 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 and tithes, God gave them, blessed them beyond measure. God bless them beyond measure. They choose, see, the king said, offer to the Lord. They said, okay, we're going to do that. So they offered to the Lord willingly. And God, who is duty bound to keep his word, Make sure they were blessed beyond measure. Amen. You see, when they got blessed, they gave more. So that a blessing could continue to flow. Don't be blessed and then you forgot the source of your blessing. Don't be blessed and then forget the source of your blessing. Because he wants you to abound with, 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 with plenty so that the gospel can be preached. And those that he sends your way, it be a blessing to them. And do it joyfully, not begrudgingly, not by compulsion. Because when you do, you're saying, God, you can trust me with more. Mm -hmm. 
you can trust me to be your steward. To be, a, to be your steward, to be a dispenser of your good, of your blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, he says, when you withhold your, your tithes and offerings, you are defrauding me. You, you see, because that says, I don't want the kingdom to extend. I don't want the kingdom to expand. But somebody gave for the kingdom to expand to you. Amen. Amen. Somebody gave for the kingdom to expand to you. You see, because there are many ways, you know, when I went to church or whatever, but somebody, God sent somebody to you. And you heard the word of God. When I was in church or somebody witnessed to you, or the Bible that people print, you know, being printed and distributed, it was true a witness, and it takes money to do that. Now, that does not mean that you say, well, I'm just going to give money to church, and therefore you see your brother who is in need, you refuse to bless, because then you're just operating one, one track mind. And the one that has a need that God sends your way, that's still God wanting to bless you. Amen? Amen? So don't say, because I am giving, that is Pharisee he said, he said, well, what I would have used to bless my father, I had to give in church. <laughs> Jesus said, you ought to bless your father. <laughs> and then, you know, also, you, also, you have to, you know, you have to give to, to God, also bless your father. So, mm -hmm. so we don't have excuses here. Now, remember, the first, the choices, first in line, the very beginning, put God first in everything. Put God first in your finances. Whatever you are facing, put God first. You know, when God told Abraham, give me Isaac, your only begotten son. Abraham didn't sit down and argue. If you had discussed with, with uh, so Sarah, Sarah would have said, Abraham, I'm sure you, you, didn't, you didn't sleep well last night. This, this boy that we, 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 we all waited for, so how, how are we going to do that? No, 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 no. Abraham wouldn't have obeyed because it would be back and forth. No, Abraham obeyed God. Listen, God said, give me Isaac. I'll give you Jesus. You know, he gave Isaac, received him back by faith because he, he wasn't dead, and gave us Jesus. And God gives abundantly beyond measure. For God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son, that also believes in him, will not perish but have eternal life. Now, the word give them means to, to offer up, to deliver up. It means to bring forth, it means to receive. God gave Jesus, delivered him to die for us. Jesus paid the price for us. And by so doing, gave rise to sons and daughters which we are, and God received us as his harvest. 
So you can't say, I like to give, I don't like to receive. The woman, a Zephyr widow, had her lash. I don't know, somebody is trying, you, you, you want to you you, pay increase of promotion. Just give God something to multiply back to you. Mm-hmm. Give God something to multiply back to you. Zero times a hundred is zero. How can you explain a woman who had only a little jar of meal and oil left was able to survive the whole famine, all right, for three and a half years? You don't know how many people died in that famine who had no connection with God. Inflation is not coming to you. Trust God with your finances. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you hear me? I said inflation is not coming to you. Amen. In as much as you're hooked up to God with your finances. Amen. Tell me, I'm a believer. I'm obedient to God. Lord, I trust you with my finances. And I thank you for the floodgates of blessing coming back to me. I will not feel the heat of this inflation in the name of Jesus. I belong to kingdom economy. In the kingdom, there is surplus. I tap into the surplus of the kingdom. I put you first, Lord, in my finances and in everything that I do. And I thank you because I am part of this 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 part of the kingdom. And you have said that flood gets blessings are mine. I thank you, Lord. I command the floodgates of blessings to come to me now in the name of Jesus. Floodgates blessings, I command you, come to me now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive and I'm expectant in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the floodgates blessings that has come to me. I thank you for the floodgates blessings that has come to us. Yes, I thank you. I praise you. Money comes to us. Blessings in different different dimensions. Lord, I thank you. Yes, Mama Seke. It might not be finances. Whatever else you need, whatever you need, it is a floodgate. It is open. Your blessings are coming to you. Yours is not mine, and mine is not yours. I am saying the floodgates are open. Amen. When the floodgates are open, the, 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 the water, the, the, you can't stop the water. The blessing cannot be stopped. I don't care what lie you had. Hear me, the floodgates are open. Hear me, the oh, mama sekera basaka. When the floodgates are open, the whole place is irrigated. The, the whole land is irrigated. There is no hindrance. Every hindrance has been removed because the, 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 the dump is open. The dump of God's blessing is open. Amen. Mama, Mama, 
don't buy that lie. Don't buy that lie. The floodgates are open. Your blessing is coming to you. No one can stop it. The devil can't. His agents can't. The mama seke rabasaka. The flood receive it. The floodgates. Mama seke. Merebo korobo seke. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. No hindrance to our blessings. No every hindrance. In the name of Jesus, I command remove. I thank you. The floodgates are, are, are open. Thank you, Lord, for the floodgates blessing that's come to us. I thank you we receive, and we are expectant. Mama sekera basaka. Menebo korobo sekera bakina makanda. Mama sekanda rama korobo sekera bakina makanda. Mama sekera basike. I don't know how to do it. I trust you, God. Mama sekanda rama korobo seke. Menebo korobo sekera bakina makanda. Mama sekanda rama korobo seke. Menebo korobo sekera bakina makanda rama korobo soto. Ye mama sekera rama korobo seke. I thank you, I praise you, I thank you, I praise you. We worship you, Lord God. We give you thanks and praise, we magnify your name. <clears throat> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, we praise you. Thank you, Lord, we worship you. Thank you, Lord, we magnify your name. Thank you, Father. Be exalted, Lord. Thank you, we put you first. Lord, we repent of those times we have not put you first. Amen. I repent of those times I have not put you first. Lord, forgive me. Father, forgive us. Amen. We, we, re, we, we re-dedicate ourselves to serve you. Yes. We'll serve yes. you with our whole heart. Yes, Putting Lord. you first in all things. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah. Be exalted, Lord God, Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We praise you. I thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Be glorified, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We pray for our brethren that are not here. We speak your shalom over them. Amen. I speak your shalom over Sister, Sister Louise. Amen. I speak shalom over Brother Bob. Amen. I speak shalom over the over all our brethren who are not here. Amen. I speak shalom into our homes, into our family. I speak shalom. Amen. Over our children, I speak shalom. Amen. Members of, 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 of our extended family, I speak shalom. Amen. Our loved ones, family, I speak shalom. Amen. Thank you all for the for the blessings. Thank you, Lord, for your, your hand upon us. Amen. Thank you for your hand of protection over us. Amen. You surround us with favor with a shield. Yes, Lord. Lord, I thank you where there was no favor. We begin to experience your favor. Amen. For you let our fear and dread upon us have to do with it. Yes. Thank you, Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, we praise you. Amen. Thank you for doors you open that no man can shut. Amen. Thank you for open doors. Amen. Thank you for open doors. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We bless your name, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So in the name of Jesus, I plead and apply the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us here. Amen. Over our brethren far and near, members of our family, standing for our call with the blood of Jesus, homes, amen. our workplace, our cars, everything, we call with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Everything you give us, Lord, I call with the blood of Jesus. Amen. The bloodline surrounds us, separates us from every force of evil. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us. Amen. The Lord may his shine upon us and be gracious unto us. Amen. The Lord lift us up and give us his peace now and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.